Yo, what's going on, everyone? It is your girl, Miss DJ Hoodie, also known as Audrey Alquainva, getting at you guys with Season 3, Episode 3 of the Re-Up Podcast. Happy Valentine's Day! Today is February 14th, 2021 at 4.09 p.m. So I hope you guys are having a really good Valentine's Day so far. I just woke up like two hours ago i think because i was driving pretty much all night i had a few crazy rides that i would like to talk about so yeah but before i get into that i just want to say thanks mom thanks dad for my little valentine's day gifts so i like i said just woke up i was sitting in the living room they weren't home and they walked through the door and my mom presents me with those um, little heart candies that have the little um, sayings on there. And I thought that was really cute. That is definitely my mom <laughs> for her to bring me uh, a box of those. And she presented me with a $25 gift card to Starbucks. So that got me really excited because, <laughs> you know, I do write here. I deliver groceries and that's just like a little extra treat for me when I'm able to um, grab me something from Starbucks that I really, really enjoy. So I was so happy that she gave me that. And <laughs> um, then walks in my dad and he walks right up to me and I'm sitting on the couch <laughs> um, trying to do my um, my mileages for, you know, taxes, you know, because tax time is... Uh, almost here so I'm doing that I'm working and my dad he just walks right up to me and <laughs> behind him he had a dozen roses and I was like oh my gosh and I just threw all my stuff aside and I stood up and I just hugged my dad and I started crying um he was asking me why I was crying and you know, I, I, me, what's going on inside my head and obviously the things that I'm going to tell you guys about what I've been going through for the past, um, almost a year, just, I, I've been going through so much and I just never felt fully appreciated, you know, and I know my dad knows how, how much I work, how hard I work, and just he knows that I feel like I, I'm not getting anything, you know, out of it other than just paying bills and not having to stress about a bill for another month. But you know what I'm saying? Like that that stress really never goes away. But now I'm feeling a lot more grounded. Being out driving rideshare last night, I just wasn't sure if I was up to it, to be honest, because I told myself that I wanted to get out around 7 o'clock p.m. and start work. And I crashed out. <laughs> I crashed out at like 4 and I didn't get up until 8. And I left my house at like uh, like around 9 o'clock and I didn't start work until like 9.30 
I just, you know, I, I really kept trying to tell myself, you know what? You really need to get back into loving driving again, you know, because being at home, yeah, deliveries is fine, but you know, um, you know, I'm having issues with deliveries now and I'll get to that in, in a few, but it's like, I, I feel like I'm losing myself, not to my previous, you know, like what I'm going to be, what I promised to talk to you guys about. It's just, I feel like all of what I had was invested into, you know, other things. And I felt like it's not presented to me anymore, you know? And so for me, it's like, okay, what else do I have? And of course it's like, okay, well I do have driving, but I, I, I feel like I'm not, you know, like I don't want to really feel like I have to do it or be obligated to do it. But I just feel like that's something that I, I probably shouldn't let go. So it's like I'm trying to tell myself that you need to re-like it again. You need to get back into it and, you know, um, not really what's the worst that can happen. But it's like what I've been telling you guys is that if I'm able to do something, you know, physically and my health is okay, my eyesight's okay. And, you know, like if, if you're near perfect health, like, you know, if you're able to do the job physically and you have the know-how, the knowledge, then you should be able to do it. Like, what's really holding you back? And I know that's one of the things that I want to get out in in the re-up is I, I just want to let all this shit go. And so when I was doing rideshare, I'm just kind of like, God damn, you know? Like, I just, I just went at it. And... I was kind of kicking myself a little bit because, you know, I started out late and my goal, you know, any goal that I set for myself, I always try to do what I say I'm going to do. If I put it in my planner, if I put it in my in my phone or my watch or something like I, I should be able to do it. But it's like I think I'm stressing so much about deliveries and it's just wiping me out. And that's why I slept an extra two hours. <laughs> so, um, you know, last night I just I just went at it. And, you know, it just, it, it really felt, it felt good. Because I, I have not felt that way in such a long time. When I was stressing, during the times that I was stressed, I would sigh I would be like hey, you know like I would just be so angry that you know I drop somebody off and you got to pick up another passenger but they're nine miles away and nine miles is like you know 12-15 minutes depending on traffic or whichever way it tells you to go and so you know you can't cancel it because it goes against your cancellation rate or your acceptance rate. And not saying that that is, you know, really important, but it's like, I don't want to have to cancel unless like, you know, I, I need to throw up on the side of the road or something, you know, like I'm not, you know, like I'm okay, like I can do it. It's just the distance that it's taking me or that I have to go 
And yeah, I look at, oh, I'm wasting gas picking up this person and I have to take this person only 3.2 miles and it's not worth it. But it is kind of your job. Like that's kind of, you know, and for me, it's like, you know, oh, I might get a tip or oh, this person may, may really, really need a ride. So I'll just go ahead and do it. And I really felt good about it. Like I felt like, you know, like what I was just saying, this person may really need a ride or whatever. So I just found myself less stressed doing those bullshit rides, right? <laughs> I don't want to say bullshit, but, you know, when you have a vehicle that is a gas guzzler that is not, you know, that wastes a lot of gas and, you know, uh, and, and the time, it's kind of like, you know, I could really be spending that 12 minutes picking up somebody else. Like I could do like a full ride in 12, 15 minutes. And I feel like just going, spending that time going to pick up somebody is really, is, is a waste. But that's usually how I feel when I was stressed. Last night, it really didn't make no bother to me. And that's something that I've been wanting to recapture for a very long time. And how do I feel now? I feel like I feel like I'm looking forward to going out tonight, not just because it's Valentine's Day and, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot of jobs, you know, it's not that. It's just like, you know what, I didn't do too bad last night and, you know, I I'm just going to go out and I'm just going to enjoy myself. It's Valentine's Day, so in my whip, I can bump 90s music music slow jams you know like just this is my shit this is in my zone and if you get into my car and if you're single if you just got broken up with cheated on like sorry bro but this is this is how I'm feeling right now you know if you want me to put on a um a sad song I will definitely do that for you I know plenty but I just I feel right now like, you know, I feel good. I feel fine. And what I realized when I got home, it, I realized that it felt so good to work all those hours, work so hard and bypass all that bullshit that's just been cluttering my mind and fucking with me. It felt so good that all that all those funds that I made was for me. And I know that sounds so bad because as you guys know, and as I've said many times, I love taking care of my man. I love, I, I love that feeling, you know, but I have to, I must get something back and that's something that I wasn't, which brings me back to the flowers that my dad presented me this Valentine's Day, like I just felt like I did good and my dad recognizes me for it and my dad always tells me that he feels sorry for me, that I work so hard and I get treated bad. Whether it's that whatever relationship that was, 
um, whether it's deliveries, you know, people um, just being rude in the grocery store, um, people cutting you in line or people just cutting you off on the on the road or, you know, flipping you off or um, people not appreciating that you just went shopping for them and you're bringing it to their doorstep and there's no tips there's no like uh, there's no response to when I say oh your items have been delivered um you know have a beautiful day keep in good health all these things I write to people when I finish a delivery and there's no like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You helped me so much today. Um, you do the same. Take care. Like there, there's, there's a lot of people that do that, but there's also some that you really bust your ass. Like you could go shopping for fifty fucking items, and you don't get any kind of appreciation for it. And with doing rideshare. Like you, you have people that leave their trash in your car or, you know, the pockets that are behind the, the driver's seat and the passenger seat, they'll stuff their trash in there. Um, you know, they're just very disrespectful. Like they're slamming your doors or, you know, they're, you know, and my dad, I know he sees the frustrations that can build up within myself and it just turns into this lashing out at them or I come home and I start slamming things around or it's like oh I bust my ass for this much money it's bullshit and it's like basically I just made gas money and I made zero profit so for my dad to give me flowers like it was just like it, it just literally squashed everything just little gestures like that and appreciation and I I just broke down. I broke down crying and my dad was, you know, just holding me like, oh, don't cry, you know, things like that. And I I really needed that. I know I kind of went into the stresses that I've been going through for as long as I have and finally feeling like I can actually talk about it now and just kind of just let it all go. Um, man, it's just, it's not even a journey. You know, I hate when people say like, oh, it's a journey or oh my this journey that I'm on, it's like not even a journey. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's something that we must go through unless you're trying to, I just feel like there's no motivation behind it. You know, this is something that is, um, I would say appointed to us. And in some ways, yeah, we're kind of chosen for it. And it's a lesson that we're missing, you know, and as much as I like to think that I not know everything, but just recognizing what's going on and how things may have, 
I don't know, spiked or triggered things for it to be how it is now. I would like to think that I'm good at it, but with this situation, like I, I do wonder why I have stayed and have chosen to do how much to do and where was like where did that extra push in myself come from and I've said it in episode two that I just it was all obligation you know just the whole um, I don't think maybe I've said it already, like the whole feeling sorry for that person. Uh, maybe I maybe I didn't mention it yet, but that's pretty much where it's going. Um, you know, coming out with these, you know, part one, part two, and however more I feel is needed and however much there is to put out there, it's it's just like goddamn <laughs> you know like that's that's a long time that's a long stretch that's too much uh yeah Adi when the fuck were you gonna wake up no fucking idea you know like I I had no idea every time I went and did something that I felt obligated to do and I was angry about it just came back just empty just fried just uh, and I can't even tell you guys, and, and I know it's bad, but, um, you know, today is, is the 14th, and I recorded um, episode two like a week ago, and I didn't even publish it yet. So I'm going to do my best to publish it today along with this one, and I'm not sure if I should do it back to back because I feel like people aren't really going to see you know so I, I'm probably gonna separate these two out but I have time right now and so I just really wanted to get this out there and just I, I don't want to spend too much time on it because there are other things that I want to mention um so what I'm gonna say about this though is I don't know where I left off <laughs> in episode two but I'm I'm sure it's along the lines of we I don't even know what to say I, I don't know what to say it just seems like the same shit I suppose like you argue about one thing and it never gets finished like that was something that always bothers me always if nothing is fixed if nothing is situated out if nothing was talked about if nothing was agreed I don't want to agree to disagree completely I know in, in any friendship in any relationship yes you're going to disagree on a lot of things but I don't agree that it should be nearly everything and that brings me to this I'm going to talk about this in the why run podcast I already written it down in my notes I don't know when I'm going to record it but uh, maybe tomorrow um, but 
I lifted this girl last night and she, of course, was drunk, intoxicated, and just rambling on telling me about the issue that she had with her boyfriend and his friend. But this friend is a girl. She has like a lot of guy friends and zero female friends. And she was asking me for advice. And this girl was like, I would say 20, 21 years old. Because um, she mentioned that her boyfriend's mother was only 40 and I'm just like oh my god like <laughs> because I'm looking at myself like I'm 35 you know what I mean and if I had a child when I was 17 to 19 like my child would be you know like so I'm like tripping out <laughs> low-key as she's telling me but she was telling me telling me about this whole situation that she doesn't like you know the friend and I, I just felt like, who am I to give any advice? You know, like, I, I know how I would feel about it. And even if I said, you know what, and, and I did tell her that it sounds like some game shit. You know, it sounds like, um, you know, and, and I'm going to talk about this in the wire run. That's why I'm not going to give too much about it. But my main thought was, it's like, I just went through whatever the fuck I went through for the past year. Who am I to give advice on what's right and what's wrong? Like, you know, because I feel like I just had or did a major fuck up and damage to my life. I did that to myself, even though, yes, the manipulation and, and, and the obligation of feeling that I had to take care of this person, even though deep down I knew that I was not happy with that person. You know, I I, I don't want to say that I faked it because I really do love that person. I, When I say I love you, that love is just forever. Like I still love my exes. I have love for them. Not in love with them, but if they ask me to do something, I would try to do it if I could. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it's it, something is still there. And I know not everybody feels that way. And I know in the past Why Run podcast, I always say, you know, I never go back to exes. You know, that kind of still stands. But if they really, really needed my help, I would try to be there. But... When this female was telling me about all of these things, I just felt like, you know what, I, I fucked up. I'm not in a successful relationship. I'm not married. You know, I'm not engaged. All my exes hate me for whatever their fucking reasons are. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense to me, but if they want to make up shit about my character what makes me Adi who and what makes me as a person if, if they're if they want to fuck that up in their own head they can do that shit but for me it's like yeah this is what it looks like this is what that sounds like and, and that's all I could give this child you know like I just told her you know what it sounds like some game shit you gotta think about this shit long term you know and 
that's pretty much what I told her. And like I said, I don't want to give too much away. But from what I've said so far, I feel that's pretty honest. That's pretty accurate. And I just feel like I can't say no more than that due to my own fuck-ups. And I know there's going to be people out there that are going to say, oh, don't beat yourself up, don't, and, 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 but... It's like I'm not beating myself up. I just know what it is and and this is just all I can give right now. I feel like this is all I can give. You know, um people would rather listen to somebody that has degrees, paper degrees in a frame on the wall. Like they would rather listen to a person like that, but that person could be cheating on his wife. And having, you know, fucking his secretary. I don't know. But, like, like who am I to say? Can't say nothing. <laughs> We're taking a little short break right now. I'm... I I have to keep my office door open because she'll start screaming at the door. So she just waltzed in here and jumped into my lap. <laughs> so yeah, a little short break, huh, B? Yes. Say happy Valentine's. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. I love you too. <laughs> All right, we are back. So, I just posted pictures on my Instagram, Snapchat, uh Facebook, Twitter of the roses that my dad got me. And the little sweetheart candies that my mom got me. You know how it has the little sayings on it. And the $25 Starbucks gift card. <laughs> I posted all of that on there. So if you guys just want to have a look at it, then just go to Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, um, and search for at Miss DJ Hoodie. That's M-S-D-J-H-O-O-D-I-E. And yeah, you'll see all the photos. <laughs> um, another thing that I want to start promoting, and I'm not saying that I'll be good at it, but I'm going to do my best to try to post pictures, videos. Um, I want to start getting back into vlogging, so I'm going to start with just my phone. I might try to take my camera around and actually take video and I'll try to morph everything into one video and post it along with one of these episodes per week. And I hope I can keep up with it and not be too tired or too overwhelmed or too cluttered with all what I got going on right now. <laughs> um, I should be able to do it if I'm able to... A podcast I could take at least one day out of the week and you know put a video together 
for everyone. And um, I know that when I talk about situations in an episode, I think it would be fun to have video to go along with it. Like, yo, this is what I was talking about in the podcast. <laughs> so I think it would make another uh, nice addition to the podcast, whether it be the Y run or the re-up. So let me know what you guys think. So going back on topic, um, I kind of got to wrap this up. And I know I didn't get too much into, um, you know, what I said I was going to in episode two. And that was tell you guys about, um, you know, my situation. Um, you know, I I know it's very hard to see or admit that you've been abused in one way or another. There's many different types of abuses. And um, I was listening to a podcast, and I think this is the one I mentioned. Um, I, I need to go back and find that podcast. I don't even remember what podcast it was, but... There was one a few episodes back. I remember I listened to it two weeks ago. So I really need to dig and find that podcast. But they were talking about this book where they uh, discuss different types of abuses. And um, they were talking about cults and things like that. But of course, they they go deeper. Um, there's like... I mean, obviously, there's a science to it. And I guess it's just finding these triggers that or, you know, the manipulators, they kind of um, create those things. And, you know, don't don't quote me too much on that. But I was really interested in it because when they were talking about these cults, they mentioned that, like, why do people go to these cults like what makes them go back or what makes them not leave or what makes them turn so easily against their own family or talk themselves out of saving themselves. So for me in this situation, I mean, I, I wasn't phys. Well, I, I can't really say that because, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's going to come up, the, the physical part of it, like the physical abuse, I guess. Um, see, I tried making an excuse that, oh, I wasn't really abused, but some, right? I really wanted to get the author, the title of that book. I wanted to get my hands on the book. And I just really want to get into reading it, studying it, and just... I don't want to try to align what I've gone through into that book. I I guess I just want to see if that's what's been making me go back to that person. And... How do I feel about it? I feel like, okay, this book might actually pinpoint on something. Afraid to know what it is, I I want to say that I feel like I kind of already know. 
And I feel like it's not so much as being alone or being scared to be alone because I enjoy being alone. And I've been alone for years, right? And I'm okay by myself. I'm okay when I'm with a group of people and I'm okay with one other person that I want to be with, right? So I don't think it has anything to be, you know, anything to deal with just being alone. I don't believe that because when I was talking to you guys about last night, how I just went out and drove, like I was enjoying that time by myself, even though I'm just sitting in a car, just going and listening to music and podcasts and talking to people getting in and out of my car. I was okay after they left. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can miss somebody's company. You can miss the conversation or you can have that curiosity of if we if if I was cool with that person or oh maybe that's the guy that I'm supposed to marry. You know what I'm saying? Like you you can you can wonder and you know I I have that for myself and that's something that I hang on to. And that's something that makes me feel good is the conversation, is the company, is the, it's the topic, it's where I'm at and what time of the evening. Like those, I know it's kind of flaring out into many different things that may not be of importance to you guys or even to this episode. But for me, I take it that far naturally like that's really what I'm feeling like that's really what I'm thinking and I don't ever want that to go anywhere like I want to have something and you need those things to to kind of keep you going and it helps you identify yourself so for me I know I'm a strong person for someone to recognize and say Adi you're a strong person it's it's so kind that someone notices and they can have that ability to see you and when it comes to these negative things like being verbally abused um you know physically and emotionally you lose that part of yourself and I don't want to think that I've gone that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I feel like I know who I am, but I guess I don't know myself as an abused person. Getting my hands on that book, I hope can help me identify that within myself. And, you know, going back to that child that was telling me about her problem, she's only 20, 21, And I just felt like, okay, just because I'm older than her does not mean that I know what she's going through. Or maybe it's something else because people just have their own taboo. They have their own fantasy of what gets that rise, that thrill out of them. So for me, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I think that the the boyfriend, I think he likes the chase. 
You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, okay, I, I could see that happening, not saying that that's what it is, but even at 35, I could still be wrong. You know, I could throw out these possibilities, but someone like herself need to look at herself and say, I'm not going to put up with this shit and just move on. No, and, and she don't need to figure it out. She don't need to figure out that that's what he's doing. And that's what the, the friend, you know, air quotes, the friend is doing. It would all have to depend on her like it all has to depend on me. I have that interest in what the fuck goes, really goes on in my mind. If you have to throw in the science into my mind, because I am all spiritual. I'm all, yeah, I can get the surface. I don't like the surface. So I'm going to go deeper, but not everyone can go deeper. So how can I figure this out with somebody else? I need to figure this out by myself. Because anyone can say anything, just like for her, she's saying, she may have said or have thought that, you know what, my Uber driver probably was just saying. And again, that, that's all I can say. You know, I, I can't, I can't say anything more than that. But if the dude was in front of my face, I'd be like, yo, bro, knock it off. <laughs> I'm going to whoop you, you know? And I guess there's really nothing... uh, Nothing more to say. Because I really need to go back into my previous episode and gather the shit that I've already said and continue on with the story from there. I... When you're going through this shit by yourself, and I would rather, you know, if I really, really felt the struggle, then yes, I would take my ass to a psychiatrist, you know, and I've done that before. And (laughs) maybe I'll share that experience, or maybe I already have. But yeah, I would take my ass there and have a little talk. But For me, I feel like I already know what it is and it's not being lonely. I think it's just just wanting somewhere, somehow, from somebody that they can be on the same page with me, you know, spiritually. And that's something that I really can't take to a psychiatrist because... You're signing your life away in those documents that say if they felt like, you know, you needed to be in a mental institution, they will definitely put you there. You know what I'm saying? Or they could make you go home with with different kinds of medications that will fuck with your sex drive. It'll fuck with your thinking. It'll fuck with your stresses and you know and if you're already taking other medications that have nothing to do with your stress levels and it's dangerous I think in my opinion but 
I, I don't want to feel like I have to go through that to figure it out that I know that I was not treated right. You know, I don't need someone else to tell me that. You know, that's why I got out of this situation by myself. It's just, what's the problem with me? <laughs> I've said it on the Y run, you know, and if you guys know the whole story about my abilities and what's written on the walls in my culture, what's written in the stars in my culture, then you guys will already know that part. What I'm struggling with right now is, you know, I'm still really trying hard to adapt to this world, to this society. And I feel like I'm making it one step at a time. I'm taking it one evening, one day at a time, one delivery at a time, one passenger at a time. And just enjoying all those passes trying not to think so much or too hard or think into too much about something because I know I can do that to myself. And that never puts me in a calm, satisfying, leave it alone position. <laughs> and I'm really trying to, I, I really need to do that. I, I really do. And, um, that's all I got for this episode. I really do appreciate you guys pressing play, listening to me, being patient with me, and for your understanding. If you don't understand now, hopefully within somewhere in season three, because I, I don't want to overlap this into another season because that would just result in me not really letting it go and not just, you know, trying to be happy with it and, you know, being unable to move on. Like, I don't want to drag this problem into my next relationship, so to speak, if I were to ever have one. So just, you know, I, I hope this really does help people that are struggling, that are questioning, that are wondering and for sure, if you guys are interested in this book, let me know and I will definitely think about putting together like a little, a little something. That way we can just help each other and, you know, I, I really want to do that. I've done it with educating people about Hopis educating people about the the kachinas and you know just just spiritual stuff you know like I've, I've already done that but with this recognizing the shit in ourselves and recognize recognizing what people are doing to us and have done to us and we're still suffering from that I think it should be discussed. It shouldn't be passed over. It shouldn't be overlooked. These are the things that we need to recognize. 
That way, whatever friendships develop, new relationships, or what's going on now, and if you can tell yourself that you're not happy with this person, you're not happy what your life is turning into, it's getting worse or it's at a standstill, and you feel somewhere in yourself that it's that it's the relationships that you have with people that are making you feel unhappy, unworthy, unappreciative, then yes, I think that we need to check out what the hell is in this book. And if I find the title, the author, I'm going to give that book a good read. So if you guys are with me, let me know. And um, again, don't forget to check out my social media <laughs> at Miss DJ Hoodie on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. And let's see, I think that is it. Oh yeah, I really got to <laughs> I really got to get episode two out. And oh my gosh, it's already six o'clock and I'm supposed to be out in an hour. Ugh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it, but I I'm gonna try. I mean who says I can't go out at eight? <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. It really, really makes me happy. And um, don't forget to add, rate, comment, subscribe, follow, and share. Until the next episode, I'll talk to you guys then. Peace.